Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Grow to Glow podcast. You're here with one of your hosts, Dana Lee. My tagline for today is, it actually comes from Bay. He said, if you don't let niggas know, they won't grow. Facts. All right, Bay. Let them know. <laughs> and I'm Anthony. And I just want to let you know that I wasn't hiding you from the world. I was hiding the world from you. <laughs> Aubrey Graham. <laughs> Aubrey Scorpion. Um, we're back with you guys with another episode. Episode three. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in and supporting us. Uh, we're going to start with some updates. Um, we've actually had two weekends go by since we last did this episode. So last weekend I was in Los Angeles with my one of my best friends um for her birthday that was fun and I actually used to live out there so going back was kind of weird but I was so grateful Lord Jesus thank you hallelujah praise God (laughs) 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 that I got to take my black butt back to the bay okay I just looked at him like y'all are just so sad I'm so glad that I'm just not here God bless, you know, it's, it was, it was cool while it lasted, but oh man, I mean, LA is a cool place to visit, but to live, I'm like, I just can't see myself living out there again. Now that I'm back where I need to be, you know? No, I feel you. I mean, you gotta be a certain kind of person. (laughs) Listen, those LA folk, I don't know. They're a different breed. Honestly, I can't. They really are different. They're very different. But it was cool. <laughs> you know, we had fun. We uh went to the BT experience, which was cool. We ran into Lil Rel. Hey. <clears throat> and he was real cool. Like my friend was like, Thank you for sticking up for Tiffany Haddish. Uh when Tracy Morgan was being rude. He was like, Yeah. Uh I think he said, uh, yeah, fuck him. He's an asshole. <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't hear that whole story, but I, what was that? Yeah, basically. He was like, he wasn't trying to hear, they brought her up or something, and he was just like dismissive. Yeah, they were doing it, he was doing an interview, and they had asked about Tiffany Haddish and how she's, you know, she's getting the accolades that she deserves, and she's, you know, becoming much more famous. And he was just like, if you're going to ask about her, you need to ask about this person. You need to ask about this person. You need to be, that's about this person. Don't ask about one person. Da 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 da. And it low key like sound like just like him being hella mad. Like I get you're probably frustrated because it's your show and and you're being asked probably constantly about Tiffany Haddish. But that's kind of the way this entertainment business goes. When there's someone on the rise and they're part of whatever project you're on, of course they're gonna ask about that person. Right. Like that's. Mm, Tracy these men right so but I like that a little rel kept it a buck with us so shout out to him um, I think he has a new movie coming out called Uncle Drew so check that out we're going to support mm. him and you know the projects he's on he was on Get Out for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about he was the uh, security guard that came and saved the day yes and if you haven't seen it by now like you're get your life together honestly you're bugged out um what else happened okay yeah and then so then we saw dom kennedy and i don't really listen to dom kennedy um but my friend does and she was really excited so that was cool um this weekend i went to a wedding i was just i'm tired i was out in the street okay just listen 
I was in the streets. Outs and abouts plotting in the streets. Whereabouts? I don't know. <laughs> I was. All I'm tired. Just I'm like, shoot, L.A. You drove down L.A. You went back up. You was here. Yes. You was there. Yes. So I was at a wedding. I mean, I wasn't in a wedding. I was at a wedding yesterday in Oakland. I went out the night before in Oakland. So I just barely been on the move, and then I got plans for this upcoming weekend. So <sighs> I wouldn't leave the house for another month after all that. Honestly, you might have to cancel those plans. Oh no. I- I got to keep these plans. <laughs> My boo is coming. I can't. Okay. I gotta have these plans. <laughs> um, but after that, I should be cool for a few weeks. I have like a little two weekend break. So we'll see pending. But what about you? What you been up to? Nothing. This week was, I don't know. This week was a lot. There's a lot of, I unplugged from social media. Cause I just saw a lot of shit going on in the world. And I was just like, you know what? I unplugged. Mm-hmm. And I've just been um, watching my shows and shit. I went to hike yesterday at Runyon Canyon. So that was cool. I got the house. Um, Was in nature. There were daddies everywhere. Admiring the view. It is known for that. Listen. I wasn't ready, okay? (laughs) I was unprepared. Like... It just doesn't make sense. But the thing is, people, like, it's L.A., like, people, like, they're a different species. They're just, mm-hmm. understand how they're, like, their body, they're, it looks fake, like, mm-hmm. some people, like, their bodies, but. It probably kind of is. It probably, probably is. I mean, it might be. I wouldn't be surprised. Because I was just like, damn, like, look at that. But I don't, I don't really care about that. I like a dad bod, but I don't know. People are out everywhere. It was cute. So it was nice. And I got some exercise. So, that was the highlight of my late week. Other than that, same old, just being lazy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So that's our updates. Um, last week, if you listened to our episode two, it was about friends, um, and we kind of dived into dived in. Is that a word? Dove. I'm about to dive in, but not dived. Dived in. Yeah, I think it's dove. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) we dove into (laughs) friends, friendships, what that means and what that looks like. And Beyonce setting the foundation for and the standard for how we should have what kind of friends we should have and what that, you know, what that looks like in our lives. But she came for us, maybe (laughs) Jay-Z, one of them. I kind of think it's Jay-Z. You think it's Jay-Z? It's Jay. He was hella petty because we're throwing a lot of shade at him last week. Um, and he said, you know what, we're going to have this removed immediately. So they contacted <laughs> us and said, we have direct, what did it say? We had direct, uh, uh, I got the message up. Let me look at it. <laughs> Pull out the receipt, direct <laughs> something. We've received a report directly from Universal Music Group that your track on episode two contains Everything is Love by the Carters. As a result, your track has been removed from your profile for the time being. Like, immediately so y'all listening to our episodes <laughs> <laughs> right i mean if can you come on <laughs> you want to come on can we interview you or something right y'all listening you Hello. got these shooters out here right. these streets scanning the internet so come on come through with it come on <laughs> i was like wow bobby 
Laje. Right. That's cold. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We edited the episode and it is live and back in action. So if you missed it, you can certainly go to our SoundCloud page and find episode two, Friends for Girl to Glow podcast. And yeah, you're going to have to listen to Friends on your own time because we can't have it in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ever again, we, we learned. So you better have album music, title, or Spotify. Actually, one of the three. It might not even be on Spotify. Yeah, because she don't put their things on Spotify. She said if she gave a damn about numbers, eliminate uh, hello? a word. Let's <laughs> like, oh, she talking that talk. Okay, we finna play Mash. Now, y'all probably played Mash before. If not, you're sleeping. Go Google it and play with your friends, and we're going to demonstrate how it goes. Have you played first of all, Dana? Of course. That was like the game when you're like 9, 10 and you got a little crush on somebody and you, you know, you really, really want your, that person to be uh, picked on the match. Listen, and you like you plotting the numbers. Plotting. You'd be like, look, and it, is, it was a whole thing. And then if not, mm-hmm. there was drama. Oh, it takes me back. Drama, drama, drama. Yeah, so MASH stands for Mansion, Apartment, Shack, and House. This version, we're going to do studio instead of shack, because I don't know. I'm just... (laughs) We'll do studios. You know, we're about that. Lots of studio life, you know, I see out now. So whatever. So what we're going to do first, Dana's going to go. So first, Dana, I need you to pick four celebrities that you would want to marry. So you're going to pick two who you would love to marry. One that's whatever, you don't really care, and one that you absolutely would never in your life even consider marrying. Okay. That's kind of easy-ish. I would have to say two celebs I'd love to marry, Michael B. Jordan. Listen. (laughs) Of course. Hello. Or Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Leo? Leo okay. has been. Oh, really? That's interesting. Really? Why? <laughs> he has been based since I was six years old. Like, I, I've loved oh, Leo shit. since I was six. Yes. I'm devoted. I am pretty devoted to him. And he's gone missing. And hello, Leo, whoever you are. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you may be. <laughs> uh, the one that's whatever, Dave East, he's very, very attractive. Um,. Who who is he? He's a rapper. He's a rapper okay. from New York. Yeah, he's up and coming, and he he's pretty fine. So and he's nice and tall and handsome and yeah. Okay. Kind of thuggish with it, so you know I like that. Um, one I would never in my life marry, and no one should. Well, you know, let me not let me not <laughs> let me not knock off somebody's blessing because who knows? You know, I'm not the Lord. Someone may want to end up with it. Someone currently who's with him may want to end up marrying the man, Tristan well, Thompson. Ooh, Tristan. Mm, no yeah. good. Mm. Thompson. Mm. I agree, one hundred and fifty percent. It's a no for me, dog, but you do you, Chloe. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, boo. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Now we're going to go into career. So tell me four different jobs you would want to have. Okay. Always wanted to be a music journalist. Possibly a radio host. Actually, yes, radio host. Let me just speak it into existence. Yes. 
an actress or a singer yes are you gonna drop some bars right now Ooh. <laughs> psych I <almost laughs> no yes. i am not <laughs> and Jane lee on the track baby <laughs> all right let's jump into your whip so what's four cars you want to have in the garage i've always wanted a porsche cayenne Mm-hmm. Um, Cute. Hyundai's are awesome. A Range Rover, however, I know it takes crazy amount of maintenance, but let's just assume I had all the money in the world to do that. Right. Or like a hella nice Jeep. Cute. I see you like in a all thugged those. out Jeep. Yeah. Yes, I see you in all those, just pulling up, stunting on it, like yes. <sighs> And finally, let's pick four cities you'd want to live anywhere in the world. This was hard for me to think about because I like California. It's California is freaking expensive, but uh, I don't want to live anywhere else. But if right. I had to, one of my favorite cities of all time is New York City, next to the being in the Bay. I lo- I could move. I used to. I may have at one point just live out there for funsies because i really love new york city i think it's the east coast bay area version and a bay area version of the east coast um atlanta would be cool to double dabble in okay yeah and i put oakland (laughs) right because yes i love living out this way and i was thinking maybe somewhere in spain because i feel like just to kick back relax Yes. Okay. Nice little escape. Just gotta food. get out this country, catch a flight. I'll see y'all in a couple years when you resolve this shit. Going exactly. On. I'm gonna be in Spain. Exactly. Let me know. I feel it. All right. Awesome. Thank you. So we're going to figure out your life right quick. So I'm gonna do this little dot thing and just tell me when to stop. Okay. Oh my god. And and go. Dot. Stop. Okay. So your number's twelve. 12. Yeah, so I'm about to, with this 12, I'm about to. You did 12 dots? Yes. You did not do 12 dots. (laughs) I was uh, (laughs) was done. All right, give me one second. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh, wait, 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Oh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> okay, I'm doing the little cross out thing. Give me like a minute. I don't know. Uh, if like, I should like be playing. Some hold on. Well, let me go get some water. <gasps> okay. Oh, breaking news! What? What? LeBron is going to the Lakers. What? Really? I don't yes. know nothing about those Is that good? He signed a four-year deal to the Lakers. You know what? I don't know because, to me, there's so many youngins on the Lakers. That's just not going to be a great move. However, if he signed a four-year deal, I'm guessing he's going to go in there, infiltrate, try to take them all under his wing, and create some kind of super team. I don't know. I've got to digest this. But I, I, I saw this coming. I know nothing about the sports, so. Oh, sorry. But I saw I saw him at our old our school, 
sophomore year. I know, I heard. Well, did you see about Blaze? Everybody was talking about Blaze. I was at Blaze. We were yep. the original. Okay, we were out there chilling. Uh-huh. And then, okay, I went into Blaze. And there was a bunch of black people in there. And you know where we went to school. There ain't never right. no black people. So I said, something is going on. <laughs> My senses were tingling, okay? <laughs> something is going on. Went back outside. We're eating our pizza. And then all these black SUVs pulled up. And I was like, y'all, somebody's here. Because I told y'all I saw these black people. Like, something's <laughs> going on. And I didn't know who he was at first. Because he got out. He was just real tall. And I was like, okay, he's not... somebody. Wait, pause, then... pause, 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 pause. He got out the car and you did not know that that was LeBron James. I don't do the sports. I don't know. I know he looked familiar, but I know who he was. Oh my god! <laughs> and my friend was like, "It's LeBron James." <laughs> I cannot. And then I tried to act like a stan. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I was fake. <laughs> I know a fuck, and I was like, "LeBron, LeBron." <laughs> then he was like, "Whatever." They were like. Then we were, I put it on Facebook and then all these people came later, whatever. But he took a picture with us later because he promised us, mm-hmm. um, you know, he promised us because we were the first ones there. And he said, after I'm done. So a bunch of people like in a mob came to take a picture with him and they did like a group one. And then he was running, he was leaving. We we're running after him. He's like, picture. And then we we're like, no, you promised us. He was like trying to wave us off. But she's like, no, you said, you said. And he's like, oh, yeah, come, come. And then the fool he was with didn't know how to do the picture. He had it like in video mode. And LeBron was stressed trying to get out of there. So we almost didn't get our picture. It was a mess. But Did I he just... get pizza? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they was out there doing some meeting. I don't know why he was there at Blaze of all places. But... I know. Well, I heard like. Someone I asked, I remember asking, and someone was like, he likes Blaze. I'm like, Blaze pizza? I mean, Blaze is good, but, but right. why and is he here? <laughs> all Blazes, too. So, But you know what? Now that I'm thinking, because I'm getting real deep about it, Kobe was on the Laker team at the time, and Kobe lived near our school because he would go and work out at our school's gym. So maybe, perhaps, they have been plotting this all along. I don't know. Theories. <gasps> Theories. Hey, okay. So the universe has stated that <laughs> the universe. You are going to be my mic. I feel like keeps going out. Does it show my volume? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Mm-hmm. It's a little okay. high, but you're fine. Okay, it keeps. You are going to be living in a mansion with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that and is my destiny. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, he coming ADL. He sure is in your tricked out Jeep. And you are going to be the ATL's hottest music journalist. Yes. Yes. Okay, Leo. So, Leo, you're listening. Um, (laughs) Just so you know, if you, whatever plans you had in your life, um, switch them up as necessary. Boo. All right, cool. Let me do mine. So, um, Mary, it's definitely number one is going to be Lil Uzi Vert because that's been my crush for like months right now. I love Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi. Um, Black, the artist Black mm-hmm. that we talked about is Bay. One that's whatever is Pitbull because he was one of my first loves, but right now he's just. I know. I, I was like, wasn't that your number one bae? 
Yeah, but right now I don't know what he's doing, and I don't like the new music. I miss the old nasty Pitbull. He be talking nasty ass shit in his songs. So right now it's kind of whatever. And one, I would never. I'm struggling so much because I know. But the thing is, when I don't like people, they just don't exist to me. Mm-hmm. I can't think because I know there's people I wouldn't. So I'm just going to say um, any of the Kardashians because they'd ruin my life. Seriously, in a real, real way. I mean, it's it would be over. So get out. Um, mm-hmm. Jobs, I'm going to go with writer entrepreneur manager speaking of chris jenner i don't care for them but listen chris got game and she got a mouthpiece look i'm trying to get on chris's level so i'd say manager and go go dancer i always say go go dancer people think i'm kidding but i'm going to as soon as i I get my body snatched um it's going to happen i'm going to be like beyonce and have original choreo and sets it's going to be a whole production so my cars are going to be Range Rover number one. That's been my dream car since eighth grade. Um, it has, it just, it has to. Mm-hmm. I really like Teslas. I've been feeling those. Um, I like the Maseratis, and then I'd say Mazda because I've my only cars have been Mazda so far, and I really love them. They're they're chill. And my four cities are going to be ATL as well, somewhere in New York City, um, LA. And Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic, because my life goal is to get to like an island yes. in a, and never look back. So it's got black people who know Spanish, so I'll be chill. And yeah, so you're gonna um, tell me my destiny? Go. Uh huh. Stop. Okay, nine. Okay. All right. So. The results are in. You are going to be living in a house. Okay. With what does he call himself? <laughs> Mr. Worldwide? Yes. <laughs> Pitbull. Hey, Dale. <laughs> and you're gonna be a go go dancer. Hey. <laughs> and y'all gonna be residing in New York City. Okay. <laughs> What's my car? Oh, your Mazda. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it modest. It's New York City. You can all you gotta do is take the subway. That's right. I guess, but I really want my range. But if it's he'll Dolly, Mister Worldwide will buy it for me. So it's all good. Cute, cute. So that's gonna be our lives. Um, I just wanted to do that for an icebreaker because it sort of relates to the topic of the day, which is chase your passion or chase a check. All right, y'all. We understand this millennial struggle. We be struggling. Times are hard. Okay. We're conflicted often between chasing things we're really passionate about that really fulfill us and give us a sense of meaning but sometimes we got to settle for these checks because we got to mm-hmm. eat and pay these bills out here. And these sugar bears are scarce and they endangered. And it's hard to get cuffed up by someone who just going to pay your bills. It ain't as easy as it used to be. So y'all 
you know what I'm saying? So that's what we want to discuss today. Um, we asked a poll on the gram, so those who participated, thank y'all. And the first question we asked was, how much do y'all love your current job? And we did that little slider with the, like, raised hands, you know what I'm saying? Like, the raise the roof hands. Um, but the average was less than 50% said that they, like, love their current job. So I'm thinking, like, maybe that was, like, a 40% or something. We also asked if y'all would do your current job for free. Only 19% of y'all said y'all would do your current job for free if you were able to. So, And we also asked if y'all are doing your current job because you're passionate about it and if it fills you or just to pay these bills. And 53% of y'all said, I'm just trying to pay these bills and it is what it is. So what I gained from that is just the majority of folks, y'all ain't really content with the work you're doing right now. And we are trying to find an escape so let's go ahead and share our own experiences and situations with this dana and first we're going to dive into the past all right mm-hmm. there's a quote love 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 that i've been thinking about a lot this year and it says do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be and i've been thinking about that like damn who was i before the world said nah this is what you should do you know so with that in mind, what did you want to be when you were younger? When there were just endless possibilities and you weren't afraid of dreaming and just when you wanted to be, you're like, this is what I want to be. What was it for you? I always wanted to be a singer and actress. That was like my number one things. I wanted to be an entertainer. Um, like I did so much stuff. My mom really, really, really uh, cultivated my talents in that um in that sense, um, I'm sorry, with those with those two things that I wanted to be and do, like, she would record me singing, performing in front of stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be singing, uh, uh, nobody who can hey. love you like me, nobody. And even, like, R. Kelly, uh, what's that song? That Fly. I don't know, they used to pay it all the graduations. Oh, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. And I used to, all these songs, and she would put me in singing classes. I'd be in talent shows. I did dancing. I did acting. I did uh, short films. I did commercials. uh, I did music video. I did, you know, I did a lot of stuff um, to be an entertainer. But um, as I got older and closer to uh graduating high school and going to college those things seemed unreachable to me and so I kind of let it go and she then put in my head well you got to get a job after graduation you got to get a job 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 so my mind went from passion and desire to be an entertainer to how am I gonna pay back my student loans after I get this degree what's my job yeah oops so um yeah, that's what I wanted. What about you? I love that. I want to see little Dana in commercials and music videos and singing and tapping. I can see uh, it. It's all on VHS. So I'm like, I got to figure out how to, I got to right. rip do, that off of they, the VHS. Because I don't, do they sell that? Videos, yeah. You know? yeah. Hey, I want to see it. Yeah, rip <laughs> it and then post it on our IG. <laughs> 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 so cute. <laughs> I... 
I always thought I was going to be like an author writer because I loved writing all the fucking time. Like I would have notebooks since I was little just filled with random ass stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love, I don't know, I just, I've always loved telling stories and just writing. I've always expressed myself better that way because I'm really shy. And so that was always like how I would express myself and process things is just through like writing it. So I was always like, it'd be super dope to be a writer and just write a bunch of shit to put out into the world. And yeah, but I don't know along the way, I just kind of, um, I don't know. I just stopped like thinking about it. I just, you know, yeah. got more practical, and I forgot like how much I love telling stories and shit. Cause I don't know, but I always thought I wanted to do that. Um, just because, like I said, I was like an only child, and I had to figure out a way to entertain myself, and Hello. that's a lot. Hello, same here. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, why I performed in front of stuffed animals. <laughs> okay, look, yep. and I was like, that's all I would do. I would just be like in my room writing stories and shit. And I talk about playing The Sims a lot, and that's why I loved it because you can create stories, and I would mm-hmm. create stories on there, upload it online, and read other people's stories, and they would vote and shit. So I've just always loved that, like creating my own worlds and shit like that you know it's just been dope to me yeah so why what was appealing to you about um you know the singing acting entertaining like why did you want to do it um i think i don't know it's something that's been innate in me um i know when my uh, my mom was pregnant with me she like went to a church and i was i don't know she was probably six months and this preacher pastor guy or maybe a prophet, I don't know what he was, but he walked up to her and he said, your daughter's going to sing. She's going to be a singer. (laughs) And then I popped out and I was just singing all the time. Like, I've always loved music. I've always loved, like, performing and um, being on stage, singing. And then with acting, like, I like being dramatic. I love drama. I'm real extra. (laughs) Like, I was, yeah, I'm really extra. Everyone knows that. I can, you know. And maybe subconsciously, I also like to be in scene, especially being an only child. And I don't know. As an only child, you just have to get creative. Like, you probably are, I think, no shade to people who with siblings, but you just have, you become so much more creative as an only child. Because you literally, you have to entertain yourself. You have to, like, come up with games and things to do and I would sit in my room and sing and make songs and record myself singing or dance or acting and all these different things it's just something that was always always in me so I don't know where it started but it's just in me say that again (laughs) it's just it it, for real I resonate with that so much as an only Mm -hmm. child like I'm creative as fuck but Mm -hmm. that's what I said I'm a best friend I'll be I'll be playing with myself all the time not like that but like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh lord as soon as I said that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah same I just it was always an escape for me like when I would write and shit it always just felt like I was in control. I was free, a sense of belonging. Because a lot of times, these are like levels for like future topics, but I always felt like out of place. But in my little stories and worlds I create, it was like I had a sense of belonging and I could like do the fuck I wanted and mm. all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I could be like authentic and mm-hmm. express myself and everything. So mm-hmm. that's what I got from that too. So, how did the thought of becoming um like an actress a singer entertainer like how did that make you feel um probably like energized excited i was probably like so sure of myself 
Because I've always kind of been that way, even to this day. Like, I, I've just made a big decision, and, you know, I'm talking to my, my dude about it, and he's like, are you sure, are you sure, are you sure, are you sure, are you sure? And I'm just like, yes, because I'm, I'm very sure of myself. So as a kid and, and thinking about wanting to be a singer and actress, I felt very sure of myself, like, no, this is going to happen, and people are going to know my name. Right. Like, without a doubt, I felt, like, confident. I guess I felt confident as a kid. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. That's yes. That's where we're going. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> in the past we ain't got no worries. We just like right. yeah, we gonna do the thing. We ain't got nothing holding us back and shit. You know. Yeah. Right. Same. 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 So now let's let's go ahead and jump to the present. So we mm-hmm. talked about the past, like you know what we wanted to do and how it made us feel and why we wanted to do it. So presently, um, are you currently doing these things like that you dreamed of or you know those things that you felt? Do you feel those things in your current job, whatever it is, um, that you wanted to feel when you were younger? Ha, 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 ha. What a joke. <laughs> I could not be further away from what I wanted to do as a child. <laughs> no shade, you know. This job has given me this job has helped me grow into the woman that I am today. It has helped me to become a professional. I've been able to look up to people who make boss moves. I've been able to, you know, see a lot of great things. However, um, no, I am not doing what I dreamed of. Um, However, I mean, I think I feel confident in my job and that I know what I'm doing. And I know Mm because I've been there long enough to be able to make certain decisions and feel confident in it. But, uh, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Got it. Got it. And would you say, like, the current job, like, you're – is it fulfilling? You said you're not passionate about it. Do you get fulfilled by it at all? Or is it just, like, for the coins? that I am very thankful for that job opportunity <laughs> um, it has provided me with a great financial benefits <laughs> I'm going to say it is a wonderful place to be and it has helped me great financially <laughs> I wish they could see your face. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I feel you. Um, real, real. So I'll say, um, I don't want to go too much into it because I feel like there's levels and future things to talk about. But like, same, like my um, hmm, how do I say this? No, I wasn't doing, like, my dream job on, like, what I really wanted to do in life. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet and just say, like, after graduation, I started working. You know. Mm-hmm. Good we, job. All of us. Mm-hmm. You know, right after. Great job. Great. plat, Like, great. Uh, was it, like, stepping stone, I guess you could say? It was secure. It was safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, at first I thought that's what I wanted to do, but a couple months in, I was like, this isn't what I really want to do. And I knew that in my heart. So I always felt like stuck and I always felt this battle between being grateful because I have a job and 
although I'm like kind of miserable and internally screaming versus mm. after shit that I really want and taking a risk versus like playing it safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So super, super long story short, I'm just a point blank period. Like I left in um, December because I just couldn't anymore. <laughs> and I reached a point where it was like physically, mentally, emotionally, it wasn't worth anything. Um, it wasn't worth the coins. It wasn't worth the security. Like I had my whole life together. People were like, oh my God, you're so young and accomplished. And like I lo- looked great on paper and had all, you know, what people think you're, they'd say you're supposed to be doing after yeah. you graduate. You know, you got the apartment and the car and the, and you could sustain yourself and I could be bougie and eat my sushi all the time and go out and whatever, doing the thing. But I was not happy because I wasn't really truly doing things that I was really passionate about and that was fulfilling and I feel like the environment was toxic but that's a a story for a topic for another day so long story short I left my situation because I just like couldn't do it anymore and I was like I was trying so hard to like lie to myself to convince myself Mm -hmm. that I was passionate about it and I really liked it just because I was so secure and I like the feeling of security and having control and i was like well you're set <laughs> like you just work your way up and this this is it you know what i'm saying i just started grad school for a program that aligned with the work i was doing um but then i just the, i just had a realization when i t- hit my quarter life crisis and i was like this ain't it you know and i just i had to leave everything um because i felt shitty all the time and i was like in a horrible space um mentally too so i wasn't passionate about it and i was like you know what the coins aren't worth it so i just had to leave and i had to get out real quick and i had to get out and we'll talk about more of that later so same it was just it was just for the coins i wasn't passionate about it and i had to had to take a take a little leap there but um you talked about things you did you could learn uh, things that you learned from your current situation that you can apply to like your future goals like mm-hmm. what do you think those things are are there any other things yes I mean I feel like at my job I've learned to articulate myself a lot better because I um, had a quick fuse before I've each job has taught me how to calm down simmer down a lot more and more but this job for sure because I have to interact with a lot of different people and not everyone's going to understand what I'm talking about or agree with what I'm saying. So getting people, you know, figuring out how to communicate with people on their level and negotiate and compromise um, and articulate myself in a way that they can understand and not be offended. I think that's definitely going to be needed moving forward in any type of career that I choose. Cause if I have to work with a, you know, a lot of different people with a different perspectives that's always necessary being able to take a step back and try to understand the perspective of the person you're working with and being able to articulate your thoughts on their level because you can be talking in level 10 and they're on like level seven and you can be trying to like keep reiterating something and they're not getting it because you're not meeting them where they're at right so um, and that's no shade to people, you know, it's not like saying you're dumbing down anything. No, it's just being able to speak the same language as someone else. Um, so I feel like I've learned that and I've really learned how to control my emotions. 
um, mm-hmm. and become uh, what I call the approachable black girl because I feel like in corporate <sighs> America that's needed mm-hmm. automatically my body and existence is going to be intimidating and um, perceived negatively I've noticed so many different things however I've maintained my class and dignity and my numbers show the kind of worker that I am and even that becomes intimidating to some people but (laughs) that's a personal problem so you know but I've maintained my ability to be approachable I think Um, I'm gonna be honest I'm always gonna be honest with people and some people just don't like that some people are more sensitive and can't handle that which is you know that's some individual growth that you have to do um but i you know i i'm honest and i i that people know me to be the person to tell the truth and and give you the real so um yeah i think that's what i've learned and that's what i'll continue to take with me in the future to continue to be successful say that again mm-hmm. oh gosh I'm going to apply those own things to my life, too. I also learned... I was there for 40 months. I remember. I know exactly the number. Months. Four zero. And I learned, like, the same things. I mean, there's we could talk about work, different topics and levels. But I think the main things that <clears throat> were important that I learned this year, um, which led me to, like, leave my position, was, like... I learned my worth and I learned what I don't work. Like you talked about like the numbers and shit. Like Mm -hmm. I know I'm a hard ass worker. It's just in my blood. Right. They talk. I've been since I was young, you know, they, my family says, you know, you have to be twice as good, twice, work twice as hard to be half as good. All this. Mm -hmm. I've been working my ass off forever. And I know my worth and I know like whatever I work at, I'm going to do a great job because my work ethic is like, that's very important to me. But I also learned my value and that people aren't going to just be treating me any way that they please Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be a job out there and people where I can do work but where I'm also valued and treated like a human being and not like walked all over right? and treated like shit and shit. You know, the bottom line is we all got to work. We going to work until, you know, we die or whatever. So I'm like, I learned a lot about what I don't work want. And I know that I want to work on shit that I'm truly passionate about and like give my energy to shit that really fulfills me because I also have to be taken care of and I also need to be able to thrive because I'm more than just what I contribute like more than my work you know you know what I'm saying I'm not about to be out here just stressed all the time mm-hmm. for no job for nobody else and giving 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 to people because I've always been in roles where I have to give and give and give to other people and I mm-hmm. give that I don't give that I don't get that back to myself like mm-hmm. you expect other people to do they're not going to do the same <laughs> for you um, so I learned a lot about that. Like, I'm not going to be in a position like that again, where I can't also fuel myself. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm really, really trying to actively do now is curate a life that works for me, mm-hmm. where I don't need to like escape from it. Like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. Right. Go so out. Right. Can't do this. You know, it's just a fucking cycle. Like yeah. Monday through Friday, and then it's like the weekend for two days, and I got to go back to this bullshit. 
And it's like I'm really trying to create a life where I don't have to escape and I'm looking for like an out and I can't wait or like a two week vacation or some shit, you know? Right. Uh, you know, I'm just and it's not to say that, OK, when we're doing things that we're more passionate about that fulfill us, like that it's not going to also be stressful or work involved. But I'm just saying I'd rather be stressed out about that shit that I really care about as opposed to things I don't really care about. And especially when people don't give a fuck or appreciate the things you be doing for them. You know what I'm saying? Because that'll yes. take a toll on you. So those are two important lessons that I took going forward. It's just I know my worth and I know what I don't want. So it's going to help me. Because I'm really listening to like how I feel about things, you know, and if it doesn't mm-hmm. feel right to me anymore, if it don't, I don't, if I don't feel good, then no, I'm hallelujah. Amen. 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 That's a word. Okay. It's so important, y'all. Like you got it. Like, oh God, it is so important because I was in a situation for so long, even though it felt, even though like my body physically was like rejecting this and mentally, like all that was rejecting it and the universe was like trying to pull me out. I was just like, but I have to, I have to like, no. Now I know just to listen. I'm like, mm, this don't feel right. So I, it, it is what it is. There's going to be something else out there. So, yeah, uh, the struggle, the struggles. So let's talk about the future and just jumping into if money wasn't an issue and you could do anything at all in life, what would you do? I think with where I'm at now, it would be cool and interesting to be a broadcast music journalist interviewing a lot of different artists because I went to school for music. Well, I wanted to be a music journalist in high school and I went to school, got my journalism degree, but I never really did anything with it after I graduated. So to go back, kind of circle back to that would be something I desire. I used to work for a radio station in college. I mean, not college, high school um, in Oakland. And that was fun getting to see like different artists and, and interview different artists and, and be around music and discovering new music. That was really, really cool to me, really fun. And I'm always talking to people about music. Um, maybe singing on the side. I mean, I haven't really sang in a while, so I definitely need some lessons. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that would be cool. Maybe with some acting here and there. Yes. You know, dibble dabble, dibble dabble, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel it. I support that one hundred fifty percent. Do all those things. <laughs> I'm trying to jump into all my creative energy. These we we're only children. We got a lot of creative shit inside of us, so we got to share it with the world and let it out. You know right. what I'm saying? Like. Everything I'm trying to do, like if I could do anything with no money, it would just all be creative work. Like I just I just want to create and I want to help people. Those are my passions. So I'm just trying to figure out how I can combine the two and create shit that's going to help people. But that also aligns with my passions. So if I can do that through writing and trying to get my entrepreneur on and creating shit that's going to help communities. What kind of creative work? Like what me- form? Like what medium? Would it be art? Would it be marketing? Writing. Would it be I'm trying to, I'm trying writing to a get- book? All the writings. I'm trying to get, uh-huh. like, first of all, my Issa Rae on. Mm-hmm. I would love to write shows one day, write my own shows. I think of my whole life, it's a show. Yeah. And when shit be going, I'm like, this is a chap, this is an episode. And too, when people make me write, I'm like, you're going to be in my show and you're going to be this character in this episode <laughs> and whatever. But no, all, like, I just love telling stories and shit. Like, I would love to write books. 
books and I would love to write movies and shows and plays and shit because that's how I process everything in my life is like through writing and I just want to put it out there for folks who may be able to relate to it yeah so mostly through that you know poems and whatever just writing writing I don't know what songs it's everything there's like different ways I like to express myself you know what I'm saying and there's also like you know different businesses and services I want to create um, for communities that, like I said, like that I care about that are you know important to me. So I'm just trying to do that. That would be really dope, and I don't have to work for somebody else. Like my, I want to be able to work for my damn self, mm-hmm. sustain myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be in an office. I'm not trying to do eight to five. I'm not trying to have a boss and deal with like all that. You know, like no shade. If that works for you, it just does. I know that it doesn't work for me. So I'm just trying to go towards a path that works for me where I can do things I'm passionate about that also help others in the world. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I'm also helping myself. I can't help yourself. You can't help nobody else. So, you know, that's it. (laughs) I feel you 110%. Now that's a word. Okay, I'm just saying. (laughs) so what types of things like what do you think what's preventing you from from going after this life that you want where you could do anything and be anything you want like what's getting in the way of those things right now well i just i'm too distracted Mm -hmm. by all the changes in my life and all the responsibilities i have it's hard to kind of hone in and focus on that right now with so many obligations that I have um what I need to do is just slow down take time for myself meditate get focused Mm. um and just completely cut everything off so I can reevaluate where I've been where I'm going where I'm at um and that's very important to me because I always follow my intuition I follow my gut and um and and that's I can't say too much on this, and that's what <laughs> um, is important. Get focused in, and kind of drown out and silence the distractions. Because if you're distracted, you're going to maintain the comfortability that you're in. You're going to uh, you're just not going to be as focused as you should be, and, and you're not going to be able to take the risks that you should take. So that's all I'll say about that. Just distraction. Well, yeah. Well said. Look, those, I'm, I've told you I'm off the grid. Like, I've, I, del- I disabled my IG. I've been off the Facebooks, the Snaps, so many distractions. And that is so real. Because, like, when you're just in your own world, focus on you, it's like, damn, the blessings. But, all that shit is all out there to distract us right. and to keep you from mm, just, mm, listen y'all we can talk about this shit all day this is gonna be episode more episodes. Right. <laughs> I feel you 100 say I feel you my main fears are I think always failure I always have a fear, fear of failure and putting myself out there cause um Virgos were perfectionists we don't like you know this perfect failure whatever that means I don't, I don't really believe in failure but i'm always just like i didn't have like enough confidence in myself i'm like no i can't do those things so let me just do this because it's safe and it's comfortable and i already got my life together and let's just yeah. write it out because why not you know 
and I don't like putting myself out there. Like I'm real low key. I like to be behind the scenes and shit. Even I remember when we were first thinking about doing the podcast. Remember, I was like, I'm gonna be anonymous. Uh-huh. I'm gonna come up with a fake name. Um, I don't want my picture out there. Right. <laughs> like doing the most because I have like these fears, and it's like, but why? Right. You know. Where does but it like come you said, from? Mm-hmm. I think. And it's so important, like, get rid of these distractions and meditate and shit. Because I've yeah. been, I quit work and everything in December. I've really spent a lot of time with myself these past six months getting to the root of this shit. And it's, like, a lot of it's, like, irrational. And it's, like, mm-hmm. but why? And when you really take time, I've just been, like, just sit. Just sit down, nigga. Because my mind's always going. I have a hundred ideas, things I want to do. But I just, like, okay, sit, listen, reflect. And I feel like, honestly, the universe has just been, like, giving me answers. And it's, like, oh, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, just pause for a minute and be in, like, your own world. Focus on you. And so, um, yeah, I think I got to the root of, like, some of those things. Like, why I fear failure and put myself out there and things. Like, once you know those things, you can, like, work through it. Like, one day at a time. So, those were the main things that were holding me back. And so, what I did, I just... What I'll ask you too, like what I did to try to like, I was like, okay, well, how can I get over? Like, what's something I can do? Like, it's like, what's this one thing I can do? So I wrote down things like, okay, what's holding me back? Like from going after these things. And I wrote these things down and said, okay, so what is the solution? Don't just like talk about it, be about it. So I just wrote down like one thing I could do for all of those things. So I just, I, I like to plan. So I just have like my dream board. I'm like, okay, these, <laughs> this is the area you're, you're going towards that you see yourself going towards in life these are some of the things that are holding you back so just write for each of those things like one thing you can do today just today this week this month this year whatever to make steps towards it so you're going in that direction you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i think that's something all of y'all should do is just take the time to do that um and just keep it moving towards the direction you want to like we gotta we got to work because we got to eat you know so shit ain't gonna happen overnight but you got to come up with some kind of plan to at least put you working towards where you want to go and tell the universe what you want and show it that you're working towards it and then just have faith that it's going to work out. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing. I just took a step back. I had to re-hit the reset button. Okay, starting from the bottom, move back home, get my shit in order here and just slowly working on little, you know, slide projects towards shit that I want to do and shooting the shot and just having faith that it's gonna work out so what do you think some of the barriers um one thing you could do to come up we talked about the meditation and all that anything else you want to add yeah i guess to overcome the barriers and fear of taking risks for me personally is seclusion i'm i will always tuck away and seclude myself from people so i can get my mind right that's easy for me because I do it all the time and my friends get so irritated but it's necessary for me and my mental health and I know how I am um once I go into seclusion I'm praying meditating and really digging deep and in like okay what is the root of the problem what is what would make me happy what's not making me happy and how do I fix it how can how can I fix it how can I do the work I think a lot of times we get frustrated, we get nervous, we get scared, we get fear, but we don't, we're not willing to do the work. And nothing's going to change unless you make a move, unless you invest in yourself, unless you take the time to change, unless you take the time to grow, you take the time to cut everyone off and, you know, really 
give your, you know, be with yourself. We are so distracted by everything that happens on social media, all the information that the news and media outlets are giving to us. We're so focused and consumed on other people and what they got going on. We never hardly ever take time for ourselves. But I found that the people who are most successful take significant amount of time to time to themselves and they do it silently not making any noise and then they glow up and that's and so that's the kind of tip that I'm on you cut off those distractions you hone in on your god-given purpose for your life you make solitude um a priority and you remove the fear and you take risks in silence. So that way, if you fail, nobody knows you're failed. Only you know. And then you know how to fix that, you know, mistake that you've made and keep it pushing. And, you know, do the things that scare you the most. I think that's what I really had to convince myself. It's easy for us to stay in a comfortable place. It's easy for us to stay in a secure place. Maybe it's it's either the most convenient or it's the most... A logical, rational uh, decision for our lives in order to maintain um, our lifestyle, our livelihood. And I understand that 100% because I'm there, you know, but I had to convince, for me personally, I, had, I have to convince myself to do the thing that scares me the most and see where I go from there. Because I'd rather do that and take risks at 26 than fail by taking a risk 20 years later. You know what I mean? Um, now's the time. So seclusion, prayer, meditation, that would be the biggest thing, solutions for me, I think. And I would say for millennials in general, um, because we compare ourselves too often to other people and what they have and what they're doing. And we're never going to be able to grow or get anywhere looking at someone else. It's just not going to happen. So that's what I would say for myself. Take me to church again. <laughs> I was there. I was doing the church dance with the Holy Ghost. Everything <laughs> you were saying. The people in the back. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. Yes, sir. A word. <laughs> words. 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 Okay. All right. So now we're just going to transition to our grow to glow segment where we discuss growth we've made related um to this topic this week is chasing your passions versus chasing a check and goals that we can have to continue to glow up in this area so for me the three things um three ways that i think i've grown up or grown in this area um this year has been just pivotal like I don't know. There's, I have so many thoughts. I'm literally going to write a book about this year because mm-hmm. I feel like I learned so much. And I'm going I'm to put it on Amazon for like $2 if y'all want to get it. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Just because. Profit. Listen, there's so hustle. many lessons. <laughs> I hustle, hustle, coins, coins. There's so much shit I learned. Number one is to trust myself and my intuition. Okay. Like this is the first time that I'm doing what the fuck I want to do because I want to do it and not because society and other people are telling me I have to do it and I shouldn't what I should and shouldn't do because I know what feels right for me. Like at the end of the day, I know what works for Anthony because I've been occupying this mind, body, soul for 25 years. So I know what I want, what I need, what I crave. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I learned just because a certain lifestyle doesn't work for me, I'm not saying 
any shade if it works for you we're all different you know what i'm saying so that's what something i'm just trying to create a life that works for me so i'm trusting myself that i know what what i need you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. number two is breaking out of my comfort zone like you said you got to do the shit that scares you the most and where i was i wasn't afraid anymore i was comfortable as fuck mm-hmm. now i'm scared as fuck are you kidding me i always need a plan i always need a five-year plan and to say this year this is what i'm gonna do and this year and this you know i have my five-year plan i was on it i was like i'm gonna finish grad school by this and then i'm gonna move up and i'll probably have a new job and then i'm gonna go back to school and get my doctor and other boom 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 my life was just but it was not working and i wasn't afraid and so i just had to fucking like i said i just left i gave up everything but i'm really glad because i really have received so much clarity and direction just by getting rid of all the distractions and all the just sitting like there's days i literally will just sit (laughs) and i'm just like listening and it's like i honestly have received so much like all the answers i've been searching for it's like okay here are the answers and now like i know i feel like i know my purpose what i'm working towards and what i truly want and my purpose and shit and so hey i had to make some sacrifices you know what i'm saying but it's all gonna pay off later i firmly believe because you can't set a price on your well-being um the coins and all that shit wasn't worth it for me anymore so that's another big one i learned and number three is just which was like probably the most difficult is realizing things are going to happen when they're meant to and mm-hmm. you can't be rushing shit okay the universe don't rush don't try to rush the universe y'all the universe knows when the time is right okay i'll be trying to control my life have my little plans boom 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 all perfect no you don't know all you can do is be tenacious do the shit you love and do it with love consistently and just that's all you could do and just have faith that shit's really going to work out when it is meant to work out because i've been wanting things but it's like i want to be ready for that right now anyway so it's just like take your time enjoy shit shit's gonna happen when you when it's meant to have some faith and some resources that really helped with that uh with me this year is this there's this podcast called side hustle pro it's about these black women um entrepreneurs and they share their stories and their journeys and it's been so inspiring and it just reinvigorated this spirit in me like because i know like that's something i've always wanted to do is create my own shit and it's just inspiring listening different people's stories and i'm like dude this is going to happen when it's meant to happen so i'd recommend that podcast if y'all are interested in that um so yeah those are my three important lessons of how i've grown this year just trust myself break out of my comfort zone and be patient and listen to the universe what about you girl i feel that now that's a word yeah for sure um (laughs) (laughs) no for real for real um i would say my um take would be similar I would agree um that I've learned to trust myself my intuition um I trust my heart I trust the spirit that guides me inside and I I take risks I try not to listen to what um other people say 
I'm always the person. I'm I've always been a kind of rebel <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> like I I mm-hmm. I've always gone to the beat of my own drum for the most part except for when I kind of you know, well, as we all do, if you know, after you graduate, you want to get bills paid. Yeah. Um, but you know, I am very attracted to and love to pursue the most uncomfortable things. If I feel too comfortable, then it's just, and it's not risky enough. I, I just, I lose my juice. I lose my passion, the heart for it. And so mm-hmm. I'm very, very intuitive with myself. I know myself. I know, you know, I, I I listen to myself. I've taken a lot of solitude time to be able to really to say confidently, I know myself. Um, And so that's why I do the things I do and I make the moves I make because um, I feel that gut or I feel that shift in my spirit where it's like, okay, this has to happen. Um, So for me and, you know, a place where I was able to develop that was living in L.A. by myself, you know, only a couple friends out there. Um, who were living their own lives. So, you know, I had to really be able to be alone with myself and figure it out. I went to church. um, It's called One Church LA. And that's a place that, you know, no matter who you are, what you are, what you, you know, have been through, it encourages you to find your purpose. Um, So that's really been a big thing for me. Um, And I just... I just disconnect. <laughs> I disconnect. I drown out the voices to really get in touch with my true self. I think disconnecting is the biggest thing that I can promote on here because because too many opinions will make you question yourself. And and that kind of happens. It happens easily. It can happen knowingly and, and unknowingly. If you're listening to too many people's opinions about you and who, you, how you should be, what you should look like, where you should be, uh, how you should be living, what you should be wearing, what you should be doing, you're going to have no idea what you want for yourself. And when I felt that way about myself, where it's like people would say, you know, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I say, I don't know. That's when I know it's time to just, okay, I got to stop everything and get myself together because I can't continue to live like this. It's very, it's, it's like living an empty life and I wasn't created to live an empty life. So, um, what else? Yeah. So you have to make the best decisions for you and you have to make the leap of faith. Um, and my mom taught me a lot about faith, trusting God. And she was a person who, who, um, just did what needed to be done what, however she felt led so that's probably where I get it from she didn't make a lot of decisions that were like out of based out of rationality and you know reality um, which you have to do it's a balance but you also make decisions that are risky because that's the only way you'll be able to test who you are and what your purpose is um, don't stay anywhere where you feel unfulfilled. It's a scary thing to move on to something else or to let, you know, um, your job go or a certain idea that you had for yourself go or I don't know, or even, I mean, I mean, anything. It's a scary thing. Change is a scary thing, but it always reaps the truest rewards. Um, You'll end up losing time in an unhappy place while your passion just weathers away and parts of you dry up inside and then you're left with the void. You're left with the nothingness and you'll never know true happiness. You'll never know what could have been. So 
for me, I've always kind of winged it. Like, literally, I've always just winged it just, and just to see where it goes. Trusted God to carry me through, and he has every single time. So that's, you know, my tip and my um, take on this. I think that you just have to – it's hard. It's hard to let go of expectations. It's hard to let go of these ideas that you had for yourself or how things should be. I mean, as an adult, you become a lot more, I have to get paid. I have to pay these bills. I have to be like this. I have to be like that. But once you let that go and then kind of trust yourself and and allow yourself to be free in that sense, you never know what can happen. And that's kind of the beauty of it. It can be bad. It can be good. But it's a journey. The life is a journey that you're on to discover all those things. So it's all a part of it. So that's what I would say. Mm, I'm over here snapping, <laughs> clapping, doing the just, just hit me. Boom, boom, boom. The word, the word. Y'all getting the word out here if you ain't go to church. <laughs> right. We recording on this Sunday. Oh, it it's is getting, a Sunday. It's, it's getting, it is Sunday. You're getting your word today. <laughs> oh, this be out, but. <laughs> Awesome. So now we're just going to share a goal that we have to continue to glow up. So my goal is just to give myself that same energy. You know, they'd be like, keep that same energy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Anthony, give yourself, keep that same energy. Like in undergrad, you had like six jobs. All servicing other people. It's all giving back to other folks. You know what I'm saying? And then Mm -hmm. my job working, you know, after graduate, I was working with students, giving back, giving back and telling other people. And I feel like a hypocrite because I'd be working with students. I'd be like, you got to just chase your passion. Do what you're passionate about. Who cares what your family and your friends say? And I wasn't taking my own advice. (laughs) Right. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So it's like give yourself that same energy that you were giving to other people, you know, tell them they can do anything, whatever. And. It's scary because you have to, like, I'm resetting, Mm -hmm. but it's like you did six jobs in college that led you to get to a job or whatever. Like, you can do this shit again as long as you're investing into these things you're truly passionate about, knowing it's going to take time. But just give it that same energy and attention and let's ride. Like you said, it's a journey. We're going to see what happens and we're going to take shit as it comes. All right. And it's okay to be selfish. Like, right now, this year, Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm so selfish this year. I've been secluded. I've been getting rid of distractions like i'm focusing so much on me but if i i learned if i can't help myself i can't help other people because i hit a point where i couldn't help myself nobody i was just like lying in bed like what the fuck is anything so you know it is what it is i'm being selfish this year for once doing things for me i don't give a fuck what other people say what they have to if they have an opinion cool i'm doing me boo mm. um i'm just continue to learn just there's so many things i want to learn 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 you know these things like like i want to ride and i want to do these things just learn as much as i can about the areas i want to go into and just give it the energy and attention and just be tenacious and don't stop until you know we just gonna keep going and it is what it is so i mean that's simple what about you um some goals i have for myself to continue to glow um trusting myself that can always be improved um in god let go of expectations I had for myself. Um, and when I say that, I mean these kind of uh, 
things that can hold me back. Like, okay, it feels safe here. I can't leave here because this is the most rational place to be. And if I, you know, you know what I mean? Like, though, mm-hmm. I guess those mm-hmm. kind of things that may keep me bound, uh, let go of that and, and don't count myself out. Because by doing that, I'm saying, okay, Dana, you're not really good enough to be able to try something different or to, to, um, to take a certain risk. Like, I'm limiting myself by having those thoughts, I think. So, so don't count myself out. Um, mm-hmm. Remind myself that I'm created for greatness and um, I'm going to accomplish wonderful things. Nothing and no one can prevent me from doing that except God himself. And remind myself of that. Maybe even put post-its uh, with positive affirmations about it, which I used to do in college. I used to do that all the time. Right. And then I just mm-hmm. stopped. I used to have positive, even after college, in, you yeah. know, living in L.A. a few years, I used to have positive affirmations everywhere. So to mm-hmm. kind of get back to that, you know, digest positive life-affirming words, keep that in my mind so that nothing can prohibit me from being my best self. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Getting your big Mary Jane on with her quotes Hello. everywhere, her sticky notes. Hey. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, I love it. Cool, cool. All right, y'all. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's show. We just want to do a quick, you know, because I just feel like this has been coming up a lot, mm-hmm. you know, in conversations with friends and my personal self. Like, we just feel mm-hmm. stuck. Like, what do we do? Because it's a struggle. Like, do I chase this checker? Do I chase shit I'm passionate about? Right. And I think the important thing is just don't lose sight of what don't get too comfortable like if you when if you find your passion and that's it and you're fulfilled great but if you feel like you didn't get there yet don't feel like you won't or it's impossible or whatever like you're don't limit yourself you know what i'm saying get in touch with that make a plan to get there and just know shit's gonna work out when it's meant to work out but do what you gotta do we shared our stories and advice of how we handle it do whatever you gotta do if it's if that's getting rid of distractions getting off the social media for whatever um you know like i said listen to some podcasts whatever but do what you gotta do don't trip we know it's a struggle you gotta pay these bills and you gotta eat but you know, don't be afraid to also go after what you're truly passionate about if you're not in your current situation. And if you are, share advice with folks, you know, about how, how you got there and which, you know, how they can get there too. So be sure to uh, follow us on our social media, the IG, the Twitters, Grow to Glow. If you have any questions you want us to answer on next week's show, you can slide in our DMs or email us at grow to glow podcast at gmail.com and just going to finish with my positive quote for the week which is be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire fearless y'all in the pursuit that's real that's your soul on fire you got to feel that burn you feel it you know you feel the fire so and there's also a petty quote i saw on twitter (laughs) which i loved and it's um, minding your business is truly the cheapest way to improve your life. And that was from Francesca Ramsey. <clears throat> and that's real. And I've been tuning out the world, focusing on minding my own damn business. I don't give a fuck what everybody else was doing. And I just feel great. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a, I just feel great. So, word of advice for y'all. <laughs> to mind your business. Do what you yeah. do. Damn thing. 
So yeah. <laughs> what about you? Mine I found on the Twitterverse as I usually do. Mm-hmm. And it basically kind of like really like hit me because it's 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 real. So the quote is if you go back and fix all your mistakes, you'll erase yourself. And I chose that because, you know, I I highly emphasize taking risks and and doing the things that scare you the most. And even if you make that mistake, it's okay because it's still shaping you to be who you're meant to be. So don't question yourself or look down on yourself because of mistakes or failures that you've made because all of if you erase those things, you wouldn't be who you are today. And that's all I got to share. Mm, that is a word. Shit. <laughs> I love it. It was deep. I was like, Ooh. You always be hitting me. I'll be over here. Shit. <laughs> 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 All right. So that's going to wrap up episode number three, y'all. So have a good week. And remember to uh, shine bright. And be the lights. lights. Alrighty, y'all. Bye. Have a good week.